0: Welcome to Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa Delay, and you are listening to Soul School lesson 281, What About Good Returns? I'm calling this episode Good Returns because as some of you might know who listen regularly, I have returned from a month-long trip to Puerto Rico. I did not consider this trip to Puerto Rico a pilgrimage, but I probably should have. And today I'm going to be highlighting the work of Ordinary Pilgrim, who is spiritual director Fiona Kofo-Jasperson. She's a spiritual director from England who lives right now in Denmark, and I've been getting her emails and really enjoying them. Ordinarypilgrim.co.uk is where you can find her, and I'll be sure to leave links to her offerings, her website, and the new thing she's doing now, which is companioning people on their own pilgrimages, spiritual accompaniment before, during, and after your pilgrimage. And so what is a pilgrimage? Can anyone take one? Where would you go on a pilgrimage? Does it have to be a place that you walk to? What's going on? And why do it at all? Fiona writes, a pilgrimage is the journey of sacred encounter. It brings us beyond the known world of our everyday lives and into foreign territory that calls forth the vulnerability and open-heartedness that allows for sacred encounter and transformation. I would be honored to journey with you by offering spiritual direction before, during, and after your pilgrimage. Then she writes about how does it work. I'm going to get to that in a second. I want to highlight what she offers because I think this is something that is really helpful. The reason I didn't think of my trip to Puerto Rico or any of my six trips to Puerto Rico as pilgrimages is because I thought of them as something I was going to do in order mainly to volunteer, to visit, to sightsee, and to help others. I didn't think of it as a sacred journey of transformation. I didn't think of it as a journey of sacred encounter. But of course, that's what it was. And that's what all my trips are, because I'm a person that include sacred encounter in everything I do in my interactions. And I really should have put that sort of thought into it, perhaps had spiritual direction accompanying me. And as I received this email from Fiona today, it really struck me that pilgrimage and trips even are all about good returns. How do you return? Going somewhere is only half of the trip. Coming back is the other half. So I wanted to highlight some of her wisdom today in case it also would help you. Fiona writes, Pilgrimage doesn't end at the destination, but continues beyond the moment when you once again cross the threshold of your home. How might we take that return journey with intention? She writes, Pilgrimage has been happening across the earth since before written documentation began. The human drive to walk with deeper meaning, in focus, seems to be somehow hardwired within us. And for most of history, across most of the world, once you reach your destination, if you had one, you had to walk home again. Then she begins to speak about a three-day walking pilgrimage that she took from Rochester Cathedral to Canterbury Cathedral along the Pilgrim's Way. I'm not going to spoil that for you. I'd like for you to get on her email list and read that for yourself. But I want to draw our attention to what she writes about the return home. Because I think when we don't consider the return home, as I have made the mistake of doing in this trip perhaps, that's what can make us feel undone or incomplete. We've considered the trip, but not the return trip. There's a process uh, and a significance and the meaning of the return and the homecoming, the arrival. She writes, as every step is walked back closer to your home, your thoughts, your heart, your soul reorients itself back to that space where life continues in its sacred mundane everydayness she says, I'd like to imagine it like the prayer practice of walking a labyrinth. There is the journey in, the pause in the center, and the journey outward. All three are equally important. Then she unpacks six things that you would do as you have a return journey. I'm going to keep that aside so that you can read it yourself. I will link to this so you can read it all. It's very mindful, It's very attentive, and I think it can be very nurturing to our souls to do these things that she describes. She says that in the weeks following the trip, her trip, but all of ours, there are layers that get unpacked. Some are immediately apparent in particular ways, and others reveal themselves slowly. There are moments that will be relived in our consciousness and our subconscious, and then they'll sometimes be sudden memories or conversations from the trip and the pilgrimage. L.M. Browning says, many believe a pilgrimage is about going away, but it isn't. It's about coming home. Those who choose to go on pilgrimage have already ventured away from themselves and now set out in a longing to journey back to who they are. Fiona writes, "This is possibly my favorite quote about pilgrimage because it rings so true to my own experience. The experience of journeying with intention is an experience of coming home to myself, that self held in deep, eternal connection to God and to all created things. The return journey is the invitation to continue that homecoming. How does that resonate with your own experience of returning from a pilgrimage? or any other significant spiritual journey. And then she speaks about this new offering she's doing of spiritual direction for pilgrimage. She says if you're planning a pilgrimage, whether walking or any other modes of transport, and you would like a sacred companion as you prepare and as you journey and as you return, you can find out what she's doing. So how does it work? There's first the preparing part. Now, we already know this when we plan a trip. We need to know where we're staying, how we're getting there. We get the tickets, we do the packing. There's a lot of preparatory work. But what about the preparatory work of the inside of us, the heart, the internal world of us? She says a pilgrimage begins before you take that first step. This is the stage of preparation and of setting intention. Together, we'll explore. What is drawing you to make a pilgrimage at this time? What are your hopes, expectations, and fears? And where is God in all of that? I'll offer practices and ideas that can sustain you along the path, including how to create your own Vade Mikam, Guide for the Journey. When we prepare ahead of time, not just for the particulars of the trip and our itinerary, but for what's going to happen internally to us, as we take a sacred journey, or as we take any kind of trip that has meaning. We are then open and able to get so much more out of the trip. We are flexible. We are less taken off guard. Really, we're open to new delights and new joys, as well as probably healing in ways we wouldn't have been able to if we hadn't prepared before. Then there's the journeying part, the middle part, the whole reason we've been preparing. She writes, when it's time to journey, I will hold you in prayer as you go. You will take with you the practices, rhythms, and ideas that we explored in our preparation, leaning into the invitation of the path for each day that you journey. There is an option if your pilgrimage is a multi-day or week journey. To add in additional sessions along the way to process in real time what you're experiencing. This can be super helpful to have just another perspective, another pair of eyes helping you to debrief a bit or to ask questions about what you're going through, what you're seeing, what you're experiencing. To have a sacred companion like this along the way that has been trained in holy listening. It is not just like having a buddy along to walk with you, but it is having a companion for your soul, for your interior world, for all that jumble of emotion that is hard to sort through, that helps us remember that there is space for the Holy Spirit to work. And it helps with the overwhelm sometimes too. Occasionally we'll be journeying, we'll be in a trip, we'll be journeying, we'll have a pilgrimage or some kind of meaningful journey and we'll get stuck and caught up in a lot of subterfuge internally. We don't even know what to do with it or why it all came up, but we know it's meaningful. We don't want to just shove it down or shove it aside. We'd like to process through it, but processing through it might not be talking through it. It might be just sort of sitting with it, maybe needing the right questions to ask And that is the perfect thing for a spiritual director to do. That is exactly what spiritual directors are trained to do, journeying with us. Then there's the returning. And this is the part that I think I personally have neglected. I think many of us think about the trip and we don't think about the returning. She writes, a pilgrimage always includes a return journey and a chance to integrate All that you have experienced and received into your everyday life back home. We meet within two weeks of your homecoming to unpack and process that together and wonder about the ongoing spiritual journey in your ordinary life. There is an option to add on an additional session within six months of your pilgrimage to again wonder at how the lessons of the journey have been deepened and expanded since. Then she writes, later on the same page, which is at ordinarypilgrim.co.uk forward slash pilgrimage companion, she writes, you might be wondering, do I need to be doing a known pilgrimage route? She says, no, I'm happy to accompany you, whether you're walking the Camino de Santiago, taking one of the other established pilgrim routes in Europe, or doing something more untraditional, like an ancestry pilgrimage. If it's a journey connected to your spirituality, I would be delighted to work with you. What if I'm not walking? A pilgrimage is a journey of sacred encounter. We tend to think of that as a walk, but it needn't be. If you're making a journey with a spiritual intention, that is enough. I will gladly unpack with you what makes it a pilgrimage for you and what you hope to encounter along the way. And the final one says, I'm walking with a group. What could you offer us? And this is a really great question. We don't have to walk on a journey alone. If we're going on a trip with a group or one other person, two other people, why not have a companion along the way? Fiona writes, I would be honored to work with your group as you journey together in this meaningful way. I enjoy offering group spiritual direction. Something beautiful and sacred happens when we show up with curiosity and compassion to hold that space together. If you'd like me to journey with your group, get in touch and talk about what that could look like. So, again, this is Fiona Kofod Jasperson, Ordinary Pilgrim, at ordinarypilgrim.co.uk. As I reflect a bit on the idea of the return journey of pilgrimage, or any of our return journeys from trips that have been meaningful, I think about how we want to have a good return. We don't want to forget about our trip and our journey. We don't want to forget what happened internally to us, the lessons we've learned, what we want to take forward with us from there, what we want to learn for the next trip. And also, that returning home to the ordinary and the mundane is also part of the trip, is also part of the experience. I have often been so excited to take a trip that returning home is a big letdown. This has been true of me since I was a little girl. It's a trip I'm, I want to do, I don't want to return. But it is having a good return that helps us grow and heal and have a more mature inner life to have more of a rootedness to us a groundedness to us so whether you take a pilgrimage that is a few hours of a walk somewhere or you take a multi-day journey that will have a spiritual intention to it i think it is a wonderful thing to do to take time out to make sure you get those experiences even Better if you can journey with a companion. And I trust Fiona and I recommend her to you. If you have any thoughts on taking a trip that's meaningful, that's sacred, that's special with a spiritual intention to it, I would love to hear about that. Have you ever taken one of these types of trips? Do you want to take one of these types of trips? You can let me know. In the Substack Extras page, let's markmymuse.com for this episode, Soul School Lesson 281. I love having dialogue about what I've just spoken about and what you've just heard. I'd love to be in contact with you. So don't be a stranger. Reach out pilgrim to pilgrim and let's talk. And until next time, I wish you blessing and peace.